When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Toby Gribben Show. Highlights. Heineken has given you the chance to win VIP experiences at the hottest music events this summer. Being driven in style to the gig. Then as you join your mates, getting that rush of excitement. And that refreshing point of Heineken, just as your favourite act begins to play. Savour every drop. For your chance to win, search Heineken Live Access. Please drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Acast recommends... Podcasts we love. Hi, yes, lads. It's Sean and Carly, your host from That's What I Heard. We're back and ready to be brats with you as we launch our second season. We have some fascinating guests lined up. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I do OnlyFans because I find it empowering. I think when people say that, it's the biggest load of I painted Shrek green for a year on Shrek the Musical. It's the most soul-destroying job I've ever had. <laughs> Hated every minute of it. Check out That's What I Heard. Wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the David McWilliams podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to right now. Nima Walla is a writer based in Chicago who's wanted to become an author since the age of nine and she's on the line with us here to talk about her book, Cavan Unit. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. So for the book, Cavan Unit, what's it all about? So it's about this alien that tricks a teenage girl into becoming her apprentice and each uh, chapter alternates between like alien's point of view and the girl's point of view. Yeah. And so yeah, the alien, her name is Cassia, the girl is Nisha and I don't know I think like part of what inspired it too was just seeing a lot of like I know it's changed like you know so much in the media these past 10 years but like a lot of the narratives like in like books in movies TV it's always centered around like like male characters and stuff and yeah primarily like this is kind of supposed to be like a loose adaptation at Breaking Bad but like you know it's kind of like all girls and, and it's not like as dark and edgy and like yeah you know so with Cassia it's like her like having life regrets about her career choices and then just with Nisha coming of age stuff and I don't think that's explored a lot like primarily with female characters I mean it is now but like you know with, with also you know what's considered classic you know it's always like male centric stories and then stuff that's supposed to be for like women 
for girls, it's always considered, oh, like trashy, subpar. And it's like, oh, this is for teenage girls, even though it's like meant to be, you know, it's referenced as something like derogatory, not derogatory, but it's like, oh, like this is like worthless. This isn't like art. And I'm not saying this will be art or anything, <laughs> but just like, you know, get like that perspective out. And I don't know like if it'll ever become successful, but at least I put it out there. Yeah. And yeah, like a lot's changed like this past decade. So yeah. Yeah. And of course, you mentioned about stories like this typically being male centric. And sexism is actually a theme that's explored in the book. So how do you tackle that issue within the story itself? Well, I think the hardest part for me was I don't worrying about, you know, there will be like MRA types and like, oh, this is like a man hating story, but it's like, this isn't for you. But then, you know, I thought about, okay, like, about these female characters characters like living like in a male dominated world interacting with each other and then like they do like deal with like there is this one like robots character in the book i won't say much but you know just this like false sense of like girl power being marketed and just buying into lies and like i I feel like i like had that you know i bought into those lies a lot growing up and you know we don't know any better because of like you know we're just impressionable and just take everything at face value even if it's supposed to be like uplifting so what was the overall inspiration behind the book because you mentioned kind of loosely about breaking bad is that the sole inspiration or were there other things no as well? no there are like lots of other ones and i don't know it does kind of have like a cartoonish vibe as you read it and then like i don't i think like i also kind of poke fun at like the tropes of like the mad scientist teenage hero and then yeah because i feel like with a lot of like stories about like teenage heroes like it doesn't focus about them like you know you should see them yeah you do like see them like have a double life and stuff but yeah you they don't like they don't they're, they're not worrying about you know oh no what if i fail that test and breaking down under pressure because of all the secrets they have to hide so did you draw from your own experience to capture the teenage experience in your writing yeah and you know like i grew up in the 2000s the late 2000s and yeah it was just like you know like Lindsay lohan like yeah. my first era and i don't know just like watching tv growing up i thought oh like you know like i their life looks so cool and then you know also like even though like i went to like a pretty good school like i just felt like kind of left out because a lot of the kids were richer and they wore designer clothes and oh my god yeah yeah like i could go on about how i would like beg my mom to take me to the mall every weekend so i could buy designer clothes (laughs) it didn't work but yeah you know just like overcoming like all this like stuff with like it was just a very consumerist time and i don't think it was you know particularly healthy and also like you know every like author like like every i'm not saying i'm going to be a classic author or anything but like (laughs) you know like every author like say yeah Fitzgerald like you know he lived during the jazz age and like he'd write about that and like just how glamorous it was like only to be like okay no these are all like corrupt people that don't care about anyone but themselves and you know I kind of felt like you know growing up during the 2000s was kind of like that and you mentioned it was a very consumerist time yeah and then yeah like once like you know like I became an adult like there was like more stuff about like unemployment and then just like yeah Mm. reading articles about like older people like nagging millennials oh go get a job you complain about how everything is so 
expensive. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, cause yeah, I'm, I was born in 1995. So like, I kind of like got both the millennial side and the Gen Z side. Yeah. And I think, yeah, with Cassia and Misha, like, I think I was able to capture both their experiences perfectly. And cause like, no, like I like decided to write this book like around 25. And I feel like that's like a good age to like, you know, get like kind of both sides. Cause like, you know, career regrets, but you're still like young enough to like remember what high school was like. Acast recommends podcasts we love. Hi, yes, lads. It's Sean and Carly, your host from That's What I Heard. We're back and ready to be brats with you as we launch our second season. We have some fascinating guests lined up. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I do OnlyFans because I find it empowering. I think when people say that, it's the biggest load of I painted Shrek green for a year on Shrek the Musical. It's the most soul-destroying job I've ever had. <laughs> Hated every minute of it. Check out That's What I Heard. Wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the David McWilliams podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to right now. I think there's lots of media, really, where... It's set in a high school, but it's completely different to how high school actually was. Yeah. It might just be a different in cultures, but it seems like the writers have just forgotten what it was like. Yeah. And then, like, also, like, you know, like, a lot of these writers, too, like, they write about their experiences when they were younger and what they wished it was like. Because you mentioned you grew up in a very consumerist time. People would argue that these days is even more consumerist. It's just getting worse and worse. I I think this will kind of always be there and like people are starting to like realize that but then you know that's also um marketed to like uh, eat the rich but then yeah, these are the rich people who are like okay like we're gonna advertise this and i don't know but i do think like you know people are becoming more conscientious of like what to consume and how they perceive themselves is this the first book that you've written or have you done other books before i've wrote like one like really like oh my god I wrote this like really um this really embarrassing like romance story when I was 14 and then like, I don't know I just was so like embarrassed and I thought like it wasn't good enough and I just like deleted it off my computer oh wow so do you think you'll ever release it one day or is it completely shredded now yeah it's completely shredded and oh, like no. honestly when like I think back to that time you know at least like I wrote something and then I think it's better that you know I became a writer now than when I was younger because you know I just you understand more stuff and can articulate it better and then yeah you know if I'd written this book like six years ago I think that people like, there would be more criticism because of just how like cancel culture is. So given that your first book was shredded metaphorically of course or maybe literally I don't know did you find it hard to get into writing this book did you maybe doubt your ability? I did at times like yeah especially when you like give your writing to the editor and then they give it back to you and you're like oh my god I messed up yeah I'm never gonna be good and also yeah in between that time before I decided to write this book I'd originally wanted it to be a graphic novel and I've just always liked graphic novels and comics and cartoons so how did you actually come up with one of the ideas in the book which is having a laptop that allows you to teleport to space 
that. Um, I think it's supposed to be a metaphor for just the way being on the internet is escapist. And yeah, you know, like I don't think there's like a lot of like media that talks about the escapist nature, like particularly like for like our generation. <laughs> and yeah, that like it was because yeah, when I was a teenager, my mom she'd always like take away my phone before bed, and like you know she put like parental controls <laughs> on my computer, and you know it was probably for the best. Like when I think back about it, but you know thinking about oh what I could have done if I had that access and then which you know as I got older like I did and like you know it wasn't very pleasant that's the thing isn't it because yeah. at the time when you're a child or whatever you might think oh you're so unfair mum putting all these <laughs> controls on but really when you look back it was probably for the best yeah so how long did the book actually take you to write overall as well I had the idea for it like six years ago but I didn't want to write yeah I wanted it to be a graphic novel and I just kept these characters in the back of my head and then yeah it wasn't until like around 2020 because yeah everyone was talking about oh this is a great time to make art and then I thought about how I wanted to be a writer one day I was like hey I can do that (laughs) yeah and that's the thing a lot of people in 2020 thought that oh I'm gonna write a book now because I've always wanted to but didn't really they couldn't be bothered they just spent the whole time watching movies and eating which is fair enough because that's what I did mm-hmm. yeah. so how did you actually do it and not fall into the laziness that a lot of people seem to have oh I'm like kind of still stuck in it but yeah. I know I'd say like you know like I was like before the pandemic I used to work an office job and I'd have to go there and then because it was a pandemic like they sent our equipment to our houses homes. and then I thought hey like after work like I can write a little yeah and yeah you know I just was also really happy like oh yeah great like I can sleep in more I don't have to spend 12 hours out of the house <laughs> yeah I don't know if you're still with the company or whatever but if you did go back to the office did you manage to stay in the habit of writing even if you've maybe had less time I mean I did like keep a journal and you know that's different from like sitting down like writing a book and like you know yeah because you're just like writing oh like this is I can't wait to get out and then you know I just think about oh like ideas I'd have with how I want the characters to be are you working on any other books that you might come out with soon I'm working on a second book and yeah this one's a lot different like it's supposed to be a historical romance set in the 20s in the 1920s I should say yeah sounds exciting and in the meantime this book is called Cavin Unit. Where are all the places that we're able to find it? It's on Amazon right now, but I am planning on having it on the, I forget what the Barnes and Noble site is called. You know, they have their own like publishing thing, but yeah, do that in the future. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you here on the show. Thank you. You too. The Throbbing Posts of Sound, Sound, The Toby Gribben Show! With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.